Legends, Folklore, and History of New England. A podcast for kids, by kids. Hi, and welcome to episode four of season two of Legends, Folklore, and History of New England. I'm Molly. And I'm Bridget. And today we are going to be talking about Haunted Portland, Maine. But first, we wanted to give a happy birthday shout-out to our dad. Happy birthday, Daddy! Okay, now back to our regularly scheduled programming. So, over the February long weekend, we took a little trip up to Portland, Maine. Why did we go to Maine in the middle of winter, you ask? Well, it's one of the two states we could go to without having to quarantine when we get back, and we have been wanting to go check out some of the haunted spots there for a while. Plus, we just needed a change of scenery, and no, we don't ski. We did when we were little, but it didn't stick. So first up is the Portland Head Lighthouse. It is also a really pretty lighthouse with nice grounds that you can go and visit. Check out our website for some pictures. It was the first lighthouse to ever built in Maine, constructed in 1791. The first lightkeeper was actually appointed by George Washington. Unfortunately, he died four years later. In 1869, there was a large hurricane, and it knocked the giant fog bell out of the tower and down onto the lightkeeper, Joshua Stout, killing him. Stout's parrot, who often warned of incoming storms with a very colorful vocabulary, was not hurt. The Keeper House today was built in 1891, replacing the old building that was falling apart from years of wear and tear. Then in 1972, another major storm sent a 25-foot wave into the building, breaking windows and covering the inside in sea life and water. They fixed up the lighthouse again, and then in 1992, the light was automated and no longer required a keeper. There are several reports of different hauntings and unusual occurrences. When in the basement of the keeper house, people report a sense of not being alone. Many who visit the basement think one of the ground keepers may have never left their old home. Other stories report a little boy seen on the grounds and standing up in the light tower overlooking the bay. After visiting it, there are definitely spots where a little kid could have fallen and died, so that wouldn't be out of realm of possibilities, but I don't see any proof of little boys who died on the property. We used our SLS ghost app, which makes a stick figure of anything with a human form, but it didn't catch anything. If you want to see an example of it, check out our website. One another entity that is often seen is a figure of a man in a dark uniform, similar to a keeper uniform, from long ago walking the grounds towards the lighthouse. We took our K2 and EVP recorder with us and explored the grounds for a bit. We couldn't go into the lighthouse though. We rocked around the grounds. At one point we went down to a fence blocking off the cliffs and the walkway was covered in ice. Yeah, and mom said, Bridget, don't walk on that in your Uggs. You're gonna... And then you totally ate it. <laughs> mom didn't even get the whole sentence out. Yeah, that hurt. I, like, was upright one second, then boom, down and sliding the next. Thank goodness that fence was there. Roop! Over the edge I go. <laughs> but the park and grounds by the lighthouse are really pretty. In the winter, people were sledding on different hills in the park, and in the spring and summer, it's a great place to walk along the water and have picnics. 
And there's a really good whoopie pie place on the way to the park if you're coming from Portland. So the next spot we visited was the Eastern Cemetery. When it isn't winter, there is actually a highly rated ghost tour that takes you here, but since it's winter, it wasn't running. But we found a cool self-guided one online that we followed that gave info about some of the key gravestones and monuments. But winter and COVID strike again, and the gates are locked until spring 2021. We still walked around the outside and peeked in through the fence because there are a ton of great stories of the people buried in the cemetery. But one that really stood out is a legend of two war of 1812 soldiers shouting at each other at their gravesite. What in the world is she talking about, you're probably thinking. But yeah, it's kind of a weird story. So during the War of 1812, the U.S. captured the British ship, the HMS Boxer. The captain of the Boxer, Commander Samuel Blith, died during the attack. The commander of the American ship, Enterprise, that captured it, Lieutenant William Burroughs, also died during the battle. So I'm going to go off on a little tangent for a second, and this may be too geeky for some, I apologize. But we watched Star Trek The Next Generation, and if you ever notice, in Captain Picard's ready room off the bridge, there is a wall with replicas of previous Enterprises. Did you know that they aren't just the starships, it has them all the way back to the aircraft carrier Enterprise. Our grandpa was on the USS Enterprise in Vietnam. But in one of the Star Trek movies, I can't remember which one, a Brigadier Enterprise, the one we are talking about here, makes an appearance. So I just tied in main history, ghost stories, and Star Trek. Boom! Okay, tangent over. Continuing with the ghost story. So in September 1813, they were buried next to each other in the cemetery. Isn't that weird they buried them next to each other? Why didn't they ship the British guy back to England? No idea, but that probably would have been a better idea. The two men have not let the battle go and can be seen dressed in full naval uniforms and shouting matches at their gravesite. When they realize they are being watched, they disappear behind the gravestones into gray mist. So next up on our weekend trip was a visit to the International Cryptozoology Museum. It's really cool, and it's in a really nice refurbished mill building. They had all sorts of exhibits from Bigfoot to monsters in the U.S. And don't forget your favorite little guy from Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's why I like this place. It pulls together the origins of the little monsters and fantasy things from pulp cultures. So, Cap'n from Animal Crossing and Koopa Troopas from Mario are both based on Kappas from Japanese legends. Kappas literally means water children and first appeared in Japanese records in 720 AD. We got a picture with Bigfoot and spent some time at a poop exhibit, which was both weird and entertaining. (laughs) And got to see some strange creatures. They gave us a few ideas for future episodes. If you're visiting Portland, definitely check this place out. And you can make a whole day of it. Obviously, we were there in the winter, but in that complex is an outdoor skating rink right along the river. I think you have to bring your own skates, though, which we didn't have, but it looked like so much fun. And if you get hungry, the museum is in between a distillery on one side that serves foods, 
and also has kids drinks and an outdoor area with fire pits and s'mores kits that you can buy to make s'mores while sitting out there. On the other side is a brewery our dad likes, but you can't go in because of COVID when we went. So there is something for everyone. Okay, last stop on our haunted tour of Portland is the McClellan Sweat House. Built in 1800, the McClellans were wealthy and successful shipbuilders. However, with the Embargo Act of 1807, which helped fuel the War of 1812, they lost most of their fortune. The mansion was sold to pay off debts to Captain Asa Clapp, who gave the home as a wedding present to his son. Years went by, and in 1880, it was sold to Mr. and Mrs. Sweat. (laughs) What an unfortunate name! (laughs) When Mrs. Sweat died in 1908, it was donated to the Portland Society of Art, who still owns it today, and it uses it as a gallery and a museum. So again, COVID stopped us from going in, but it looks like a really neat place that we are planning to go back and visit and see the art. Professor Tanus from University of Southern Maine is a psychic and teacher of parapsychology, which is a study of paranormal activity. When he visited the home, he reported hearing 19th century music with no obvious source, and he could sense spirits floating from room to room, almost like they were dancing a long-ago party hosted by Mrs. Sweat. There have also been reports for a cold phantom breeze at the bottom of the stairs. There are two spirits known to wander the rooms of the mansion. The first is a female spirit, and there are several ideas of who it may be, one of the former ladies of the house or an envious neighbor. She can be seen enjoying the artwork on the walls. A second male spirit has been identified as Captain Asa Clapp. Although he has never lived in the house, his ghost has been seen wandering the halls, overseeing workers and visitors. It would be really cool to go in and see if we could get anything on the K2 or see an apparition. Oh well, maybe next trip. Do you have anything else you want to share? So hi to everyone listening in the UK, Germany, France, Canada, Brazil, Italy, Ireland, Indonesia, Guernsey, which I had to Google but it sounds like an awesome place, New Zealand, Australia, Spain, Belgium, Argentina, Poland, Norway, Japan, India, and I know I am missing a few more. Plus, we have listeners in 39 states. That is so cool. Thanks for listening. We never thought we'd be able to get to so many different places. Maybe we should have a contest to get listeners in all 50 states. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook for details on that. I gotta check with mom to see what we might be able to do. Tune in next week for another episode that will take us back to Rhode Island. But before we end this episode we have two awesome reviews that we want to read this first five-star review is from cl in texas legends folklore amazing both bridget and molly are so articulate clever funny just a joy to listen to and learn from i love hearing how they interact as sisters and think their bloopers are hysterical bravo to two intelligent young ladies why thank you cl in texas and R.I. Mom K.R. says, Great for kids and adults. Sisters Bridget and Molly take you on their travels throughout historical New England on their weekly podcast. You will enjoy listening to their tales, observations, and adorable sisterly banter each week as they discover a new destination. Five stars, girls. Well done. Thank you so much, 
R.I. Mom K.R. We really appreciate it. If you love our show and haven't left a rating or a view, we would love to hear from you on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. So I think that wraps it up. Tune in next week for another episode that will take us back to Rhode Island. And remember, history is fun and sometimes a little spooky. When it isn't winter, there is. Okay, last stop on our haunted tour of Portland is the McClellan Sweat House. It's a very bad name. Oh, it is with that name. Sweat. <laughs> it's a sweat house. I'm gonna wake you sweat. <laughs> sweat till you can't sweat no more. <laughs>